Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Welcome to episode two of Ask Men Anything. I'm your host, Emma Wilman. In case you missed the first episode, this show is all about getting to the heart of the male mind and figuring out what men are thinking. What are they doing? Where are they going? If you did miss that first episode, go back, check it out. Lucas Zelnick is the guest. He has such insightful, raw, honest answers. I learned a lot. The more we get to know each other, you'll be like, well, the baseline for that's pretty low, but it was very interesting. I promise you that. Let's talk about today's guest, Jared Freed. He's a comedian in New York City. He just came out with a Netflix special, which is absolutely hilarious. He's also a favorite here at the Betcher's office. He is a master of modern dating. He's really got it figured out. And he told me a question that his grandmother asked him that really rocked my world. I went back and told this to my girlfriend. She said, that's a damn good question. And speaking of my girlfriend, he helped me with a dirty talking problem. I'm having my girlfriend and I, our dirty talk is not lining up. He offered insight that really is going to improve my sex life. I hope I'm going to try it out tonight. Help me might help you. Jared and I get into it. We talk about his relationship with his mother. I ask him questions that he hasn't been asked before. We know that Jared knows all about modern dating, but let's figure out who he is in the dating scenario and it offers insight into what other men might be thinking. So let's get into it. This is Ask Men Anything, Betches Media. Write in with your questions, AMA at BetchesMedia.com. I'm Emma Wilman, and here is the episode. Please welcome one of my favorite comedians and people just all around, Jared Fried. Jared, how you doing? Great to be here. Thank <laughs> you, Emma. I'm excited to answer for every man everywhere. We're coming in hot. The AC yeah. is not working. No AC. I walked here being like, my, my thought being... A walk here. Yeah, to work up like, a sweat. Get a little sweat, just like I wanted to do. Ooh, a do, yeah. A little do. Yeah. A little walkie do. And it turned into a walkie moist. Yeah. Uh, which is now going through my shirt. If you're watching on YouTube, is this on YouTube? So I, I, um, yeah, and then walked in here thinking, well, I'll get in the offices. Right, get that crisp coldness. That cool mm, AC. Mm, I'll sit on the mm. toilet as I usually do before the podcast that I tape here. I go have a sit. Oh, you have a ritual. No, you. I'm not even using it. I'm just sitting there. Sure, I do the same thing. Uh, and I do that. Bef- you do that before shows sometimes, but it's it's you get like a little breeze in there, right? Yeah, it's, it's just a place that like no one can be like. So, how was the walk here? Right. And not to say I don't love a little small talk here in the Betches HQ. Also love a small talk, but I'm looking at like let me get my let's get rid of this do and there's no AC and now <sighs> so I I did cool a little bit, but the shirt. Still sweating through the shirt. I'm excited to be here. This yes, is, I'm this so is excited exci- to have you. I'm excited you. for you. This Thank is you. fun. I appreciate that. I want to say a little personal note on Jared because, so my girlfriend and I both, I mean, I've loved Jared for years. My girlfriend and I both love him. And she said once, and she was like, don't tell him that. It's going to make it, it's going to embarrass him. But I got to say it. Now you're going to tell me on the air. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's a compliment. Okay. So we were somewhere and like some comedian really glanced at her breasts and I, who, I, whatever. And then it's, you know, that's okay. But then she was like, you know, who never glances at my breasts? She was like, is Jared Freed? She was like, wow. Yeah. She goes, he, it, she was like, he says, hi, he looks up, 
he exits. He's just always really friendly and professional. I go, oh, that's so nice. It's nice to hear. It, it is also nice to hear that my glancing skills are, <laughs> you know, up to form. I'm, I'm a pro. Absolutely. Uh, because it, what scares me about that is like, like, listen, I'm happy I'm not looking at your girlfriend's brush. It scares me too that she was even, that that, because it all happened so quick. Too. What? I was like, oh. Right. Well, she's noticing there's like a, a there's a number of people looking yes, at breasts. Yes, to, to, yes. I'm, uh, you know, I'm against the background of. Right. But also... I can't sit here thinking I'm not uh, some saintly figure. Of course. Right. So you and I, we've both looked at breasts. I did it the other day. Right. Why I look at the breasts and then I look up and she was taking a bite of pizza and I was on stage <laughs> and I felt so bad because I was like, I didn't mean to catch you while you're eating the pizza. I felt awful about right. it. I can picture the breasts so well. Well, it's like I'm your sorry. girlfriend may not have caught me, but there's uh, mm. someone else out there who's like, oh, that guy looks at my breasts all the time. That's you true. You know what I mean? So that's the that's only thing. That's true. So I appreciate, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that this is my reputation, yes. but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that there's not like I'm hoping that I am as good with everyone. Yes, there's not a flip side to it. Right. Like who are we to say we've right. never checked out some breasts on the sidewalk True. or wherever, True. right? I catch myself and then I go ah! Yeah. And then make it much worse. Sometimes it'll be by accident. Like it's not even a. What, here's what bothers me: when you're not looking at breasts, but you're in the direction of breasts, mm. and then they see you, and you go, you just want to go. No, 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 no. That's just where my gaze was. <laughs> They're like, who are you? Right. Don't count they go, this. They go, I'm on the phone talking to my mom, and go, I want to be expunged. My my mom no, like, actually. She said once she go. She was like. I don't want Lexi to think I'm looking at her breast, but they're right there where my eyes are. And I said, "Right, okay, I get it. Your mom is doing the thing that I like want to do. Right. But I always know like, Jared, just move on. Like you're going to make it worse. Look up. She right. says he looks right up. This is actually part of why I want to do this. I've mm. always been so interested in modern masculinity and what it means like on an individual basis and like the socialization of gender and how it affects us all on an individual level. And then, I feel like I've got this like weird bird's eye view because I do get along so well with men mm. and then I date very feminine women and I've been accused of being worse than a man in many a relationship. Worse than a man. One time this ex of mine, Nicole, never forget it. She, we were supposed to go visit her parents and then I broke up with her the night before uh -huh. and she threw a dildo at my head. Really? Yeah. She goes, she was like. It's <laughs> the most lesbian so, fight I've ever heard in my yeah, entire life. In the <laughs> That's <Subaru> like what, <laughs> Take your flannel and get yeah, out of here. Yeah. But she threw it at my head. She goes, you're worse than any guy I've ever been with. And I, that really stayed with me. Wow. I think it was, I ducked. I missed the dildo like a matrix. Right. But. I just, I just love that. Like, I should be more insulted, but I'm like, no, I'm, I'm just sitting here like, one of us, one of us, you know, like, I'm like, proud of you. Actually, you might appreciate this. She also said, she goes, if you knew you were going to break up with me, how come you ate the cake that I made last night? Why didn't you break up with me before you came over and ate the cake? Yeah, this is, this is a, a classic. I panicked. Uh, yeah, this is a classic move by all dumped girlfriends um, is that they go, they find a way to say, this meant more to me. Mm. And, you know, I, I think, you know, we all do this as humans. Like, if it's if I think it, then you must think it. If sure. it's important to me, it must be important to you. This is a signal, especially if you're more in it than your partner. Well, mm. they ate the cake. That must mean we're past the point of we're we're post we're living in a post cake relationship. I was nervous. Right. I was had set on breaking up, but then I got nervous. She brought cake out. She was a great cook. I ate the cake. We went to sleep. And then at about 2 a.m., I said, there's something I have to tell you. 2 a.m. Uh, and wow, she said, I love you, too. I love you, too. And then I said, I, I can't go see your parents this weekend. I, I, I don't think we should be in a relationship. Dildo right. Well, I can understand that. I mean. <laughs> then dildos flying from the ceiling. 
I I could understand that you were in it. You you were in a relationship that was cake worthy, not parent worthy. Ooh, ain't that the truth? That is true. That, that, to me, that actually makes the most sense. Like, hey, listen, I'm good for cake. Right. I'm not good for mom and dad. I guess this in is... retrospect, I should have told her before. So I said, hey, I'm not going to go meet your parents. Can I still have the cake? Right. I, I mean, could have, would have, should have. Right. I, I guess if we're going to play Monday morning quarterback, if we're going to go back and like rehash. To me, 2 a.m. breakup is actual insanity. I'm so sorry. You're in the bed with them? It no, was for years your ago. Own. I don't give a fuck about this girlfriend. For you. Yeah. For you, why would you put yourself in a situation that you couldn't get out of? Like, mm. when, I, when you break up, you want, egg, where are the exits? True. You, it's like an so airplane true. situation. I want to know where the exits are, where the, you know, the oxygens are coming from. Like, I, I, I'm uh, I'm, I'm mobile. 2 a.m. I get so scared. I didn't know how to do breakups because I was so afraid of conflict and letting somebody down that I would right. just panic do it. You know I'm what with I mean? You. I, I, I agree with all those feelings. It's very tough. But I also am looking to... Get the fuck out. You right. Know, like, I, 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 where are the life rafts? Before we get into our email today, I have some questions for you about what it means to be a millennial man. Now, obviously, okay. this is just for you. You're speaking for yourself. Sure. I'll speak for myself. Safe space. So so my, my first question for you is, what is your most feminine? And that's in quotes. There's no right or wrong for mm. what feminine is. What is your most feminine trait that you like about yourself? And why do you think it is a feminine trait? Mm. I guess what I, I, I love the unpacking of a situation, mm. like, like the full, like the minutia of any kind of story. Like I want it, like there's a thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately as, as far as like maybe a future creative project of like my grandmother used to always be like, what did you order? Like, and so like, like what you, you want? Oh, we went to a restaurant last night. Where'd you go? And then she would go, well, what'd you order? I love that question. And, and and then just the unpacking of what you ordered. I think that is more of a feminine thing to me where it's like, and again, it's why I'm on all these dating podcasts and you don't see a lot of straight men on dating mm -hmm. podcasts where, and speaking openly and also like in a thoughtful way. I think a lot of, you know, especially if you're looking in the comment section of any dating related TikTok. Oh God. You you see these men that I'm like, your insecurities are drenched in this comment. Then I'll, you know, I see two women talking about what men are thinking. And I go, I could get into this with you. I, I can have an actual thoughtful right. conversation with you. If someone says, I went on a date with a guy and he did this, I'd be like, well, okay, what restaurant did you go to? What was the <laughs> scenario? Where are we going? You know, like I would have brunch table fodder that I think women would get into that maybe a lot of men would look over. So I think, think that that's, uh, I think unpacking this, like, again, what did you order? Why did you get that? What made you go to that restaurant? I don't know. I, these are things that I think are like, I, I, cause I remember my grandmother doing that a lot. I think that the unpack, and I wonder if it is like, maybe do you think that it's like men maybe don't have like the tools or the space or other people that want to unpack it with them as much. I wonder why right. that is. We don't, yeah. I think you don't have a, like a tennis partner. Mm. I don't think you have someone to hit it back with. Right. You know, they, I, I think a lot of times, you know, I don't know, I have male friends that do this with me, like that, that have these conversations, but like, it's not all of them that I can kind of trust with that. I think I could trust more women to have fun in that conversation. I remember having this friend of mine, Phil, and I, I said, I was like, at the end of the day, Phil loves to gossip. Mm. And I, I had, I remember too, in college, a lot of my friends were PR majors and I had this girlfriend and she was like, it's so interesting that she's like, I would think you would ha have more 
basically she was like, I think you'd have more gay friends. She goes, all your friends are like the most basic straight girls I can think of. And then she said, and I realized it's because you like to talk about nothing mm. more than anything. And I right. felt seen. I said, I do. She goes, you and your friend Amber are just talking about nothing. I right. said, yeah. That's, I think that's, I'm, that's I think I I'm in that do. boat. Yeah, I like talking about nothing. If someone asked, what did you order? And I could tell they cared, I'd kiss them on the lips. Right. You know, and they cared. If they're like, what right. did you order? I'd be like, I'll tell you what I ordered. I'll tell you why I ordered it. I'll tell you my thoughts while I was eating it. Right, I, I totally agree with this because I, you know, I've had women that I've been like dating and they'll be like, I went out to dinner with friends. And I'll be like, where did you go? And then I go look up the restaurant wow. and I actually go through the menu thinking of what I would get. And I say, what did you get? And then they kind of like <laughs> tell me back and then I judge them. I, I go, you go there. That, that was a weird. Why'd you make that move? Is this more you, about the food or is it about the interest in human psychology? Do you think uh, a, a combination <laughs> of the two? I make judgments based on foods and what people order all the time. Like it to me, like there are fake orders. Like if someone like was like, yeah, we got the 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 salad to split and then we got the mozzarella sticks. It's like you wanted the mozzarella right. sticks. You apologize for them with the salad order. Right. What are you running? What are you actually running right. from? Why yes. not get the thing you want? And again, I'm asking that question because I do that. hundred percent. When did you become aware of gender as a concept? <sighs> I I don't know. Immediately. Oh, that's interesting to me because I would wonder if people would be like, oh, I never really was aware of it. It just always was. I lived in this neighborhood growing up where I had, um, I, and, and immediately is not fair. I guess I'll give a story that I guess this would be the moment I realized gender. Because mm. this would be the, actually, this story actually reflects, I guess, what people's issues are with the gender conversation. Sure. Is I remember I lived in this, uh, it was like a circle with a circle around it. So there was a lot of like, uh, growing up, I had all these, uh, the, in the, in the you, know, you have your neighbors that you become friends with. Most of them were women. You know, it was uh, or girls, you know, when they were adult women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, going shopping. They love Saved by the Bell. I love Saved by the Bell. That was yes. like the show. Yes. So we had like a Saved by the Bell club, you know, and we do like say, and this is like as a, a kid, you know, like, and this is what kids do. You have a Saved by the Bell club. I don't know. And I was AC Slater because I got dark hair. So I'm like, you know, I'm Slater. Well, fine, whatever. I don't even know. I don't remember what we did in the Saved by the Bell Club. I don't know what it was for. But I remember there was a point where my dad was like, what are you doing? Get out of there. <laughs> you know, like, what are you? Maybe you should do other things. You're in the Saved by the Bell. And like, there was like this argument of whether I could. I don't remember caring. I just mm. remember being told like, I don't know. Do you want to do this? What are you doing? And I was like, I'm going to say, but I don't know what we're doing. We're just something to do. Right. And I remember, I don't know if my dad took issue or like there was just something made about it that was like, what are you doing there? Something was out of the north. Something was flagged. Right. As this ain't boy shit. And I remember that specific memory. And then just that small thing to me, that's like the, the moment you go, oh, Oh, should I be doing boy shit? You know? Right. So, and it wasn't like I was playing Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> which, which would be fine. It's sure, fine, sure, but, sure. I, yeah. but also would be, I guess, I guess you'd have left less questions if I was playing Kelly Kapowski. You'd be like, okay, we get it. This right. is what it is. This is what our kid right. is in, you know, doing, and, and this is the direction life might go. But when you're A.C. Slater... I remember being hanging out with a bunch of guys and I remember actually something, this friend of mine too, she was like, why do you always hang out with boys? Do you mm. like them or something? 
And then I was like, I remember being like, why do you always hang out with girls? Do you like them or something? And everyone was like, Ugh. right, right. Because of- <laughs> and then I, I mean, the irony of that, like looking back, but I re- that was kind of like, I must've been in like second grade. It, I was young. It, I was second young. grade sounds about the time yeah. that I'm having these conversations. Too. Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young. This wasn't like, you know, two days ago. Right. <laughs> <Imagine>. <laughs> yeah, I was playing AC Slater each a couple days over the weekend. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Let me ask you, what's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, scroll on TikTok, guilty, read a book, show up for a friend. What would it be? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we just had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. How are you gonna know what to do if you don't even know what you want? I relate to that. I personally have benefited from therapy tremendously. It's been extremely helpful for helping me learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers me to be the best version of myself. I'm not there yet, but I'm trying. And now I even know what I'm kind of shooting for. My therapist once said to me, you know, you always spend so much time trying to win other people over. How about you try to win yourself over? Therapy isn't just for people who've experienced major trauma. It's for anybody that wants to process their life and just try to learn about how to be the best version of themselves. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This isn't another thing you need to stress out about. They will work around your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. All you have to do is visit betterhelp.com slash askmen today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash askmen. What's something women stereotypically do that you wish you could do? Total safe space here. That's the thing. Most of these things don't really, you know, carry a purse. I I carry a sling bag. Uh, Nails and manicure, pedicure. I get those. God bless. Fruity drinks. I'm in. uh, I don't care what glass it comes in. These wow, are you're more comfortable with your masculinity than I am because I'll change the glass. Really? I don't know what it is. I'm like, I don't like that little glass. I want like the whiskey glass and I don't even drink alcohol anymore. Oh, this is... I'm putting no. fruit juice in a whiskey glass because <laughs> I'm... Conc- I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't have any of these uh, things within me. I, I don't Security. Know, I, yeah, I... To me, it would be like, what are we... Like, we're wasting energy 100%. On, on the... The care into, oh, you got, and I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Right, let's I, get back to what we ordered at the restaurant. Right. Right. Was it how fried? Was it? Was right. it fried? I guess sometimes, like, I, you know, I gender things that could be problematic. Mm. Like, I, like, food orders, I gender. It's hard not to because of all these mixed messages about food. Right. And it's always, there's so much pressure on, like, this is something that women need to eat because of, like, the, you know, trying to make people look a certain way. Right. Food gets, we get that because of the, I mean, the media, that's as far as I've gotten in my conspiracy theory. Well, like body stuff and like men are allowed to just like let themselves, you know, be the, the, you know, the the big fat dad in the sitcom. And and, and then the, you know, the wife is this hot wife. You know, I I understand. It's everywhere around us. I I do understand that. But I'm not like holding back. If you are on a date where you try to order something more quote unquote masculine, because I've actually done that before. Really? Where I feel like I don't want the... I'm just going to, I don't want the girl on the date to feel like I'm ordering something more quote unquote, this is so embarrassing to admit, like girly than her. So like if she doesn't order salad and it's like first date, then I'll be like, ah, I shouldn't order a salad either because I don't want her to feel self-conscious about it. Whereas if I was with a guy friend, I would be, we would just be ordering whatever. It's funny that that it's feels odd. like more of a lesbian issue. Really? That to me. Cause I, when would, I hear that. I go, cause I go, 
So if you, I, you'd order a salad and then if the girl's like, I'm getting a steak and you'd feel totally comfortable with it? Well, I would always, to me, all dates are negotiate. When mm. it comes to eating, it's like a negotiate. I like doing it together. Like to me, it's like, what do we see here? Like wow. what are shared things we want? Like I'm a more, I'm a share. I want to try everything. You know, like I'm not like a, I'll get mine. You get yours little bite of mine. No, I'm like, let's all mix it in. You know, spit it in my mouth. I Your mama, to, mama bird it. <laughs> I always try to on a date to establish that I'm down for anything. Also, because I feel like it like translates over into sex stuff. Right. So I'm trying to say like, look, like I'll try. Br I'm everything. Like when I would be on a first date with someone, I would be like wanting them to know, like I'll do butt stuff. I'm gonna eat your fucking ass. Right, like, give right. me the cow brain. Like the thing with um sushi. How you oh, yeah. I ate, I've eaten sushi from a gas station before and I'll yeah, do it again. That's right. And you want to let me, them know. Yeah. I feel like pride in that somehow, right. even though that's the sky was sick for days. <laughs> right. I, yeah, I, there's nothing that will bother me about this sushi <sighs> order. Like I'll get down and dirty. Right. It does translate into later in the night. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's I, what I, I'm I agree like, with you that. know, right. If I saw someone at a dinner table, we were like, what do you want to order? And they're like, well, I don't do this. I don't do that. I go, then I don't think, you know, fingers are going to be where they should be. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, wow, you're right. going to trust me, trust me. All right, now we're going to do a segment called Why Do Men? And it's a listener email, so you can write in your emails to the AMA inbox, and mm. we will get to them. I like this. You're the you're, you're the, the conduit yes. from these people to, like, why? Tell me now. Tell me yeah, now. Yeah. Okay, dear Emma and man, I would love to know if this is just my boyfriend or if it's all men. It seems like every time I go to use the bathroom after my boyfriend, I inevitably come across stray pee. Mm. Hmm. Sometimes on the floor, sometimes on the wall, sometimes sprinkled down the on side the of the toilet. <laughs> this guy's He's having Picasso. a day. <laughs> I've asked him why it keeps happening and for him to at least clean up after himself. But conveniently, he always forgets. So my question for men is this. If you can see that your pee stream is going outside the toilet bowl, mm. why don't you just take a second and wipe it up? I don't want an apology. I just want an answer. Thank you for your help. A pissed off end on bitch. I think this is just something we don't care about. Mm. Like we don't, I'm not put off by pee on the seat. I'm not put off by a streak Anybody's on the toilet. It doesn't matter At to me. At the airport, I, just I, pee around and it's okay. I'm just like, this is part of the fucking gig. You know, hey. like, I don't have this, like, you know, I think it's like, What's again, the gig? I think <laughs> the gig is come in there. Okay. I got to take, I, like, <laughs> I got to take a shit. Yeah. Okay. You signed up for this. I walk into the toilet, public restroom. I go, I got to take a shit. I look at the toilet. I see pee on the seat. I go to the... I go to the tissue paper, I go a little wipe around, yep. I go sit my ass in the toilet, get it fucking done. Dirt. No emotional yep. thing, no, how could someone do this to me? <laughs> Who's not gonna wash the toilet? Does he care about me? This person be, there's no, again, Peter. But in your own home. It's utility, It's it, this is, again, I think, again, men are fixers, men are, <laughs> Our what doers, you... creators. This is this is, <laughs> this is this is this is that's not... the part we're gonna clip. Just here. <laughs> men fix things, women ruin them. Well, I think like you know, a clean home in a clean bathroom is a sign of respect. Yes. for a woman, like you cared about my comfort coming into your home, and there's not. 
I've had this issue. I've had women that I've dated. How could you? And it's always made more personal than I've meant it. Mm. Like when I have. Oh, that's true. I relate. I actually really you know relate I, to that. Right. And I've used that argument down to the wall. I mean, it's because there'll be stuff everywhere. And then right. my girlfriend go, how do you? Why not just close the cabinet? I right. said, it's not, I'm not being malicious. And she's like, but at the end of the day, now we have cockroaches. And I say, damn. Yeah, that's Because that's fair. Right. That's fair. That's fair. But it's not. There's no thought. Beyond, no it's not personal. But I think I guess like sometimes this woman no is thought saying, can be inconsiderate. Of course, mm. but the, the I, this woman, I, I, it, you're right. That's the problem. That's, that, the that's problem. where I feel bad. I right. go, yeah, you're right. This is inconsiderate. This, I didn't even think of you. But I, you know, I came in here to do what dudes do: shit this place up and get the fuck out. You know, it had nothing to do. After all the care going into the restaurant, I'll do like letting no. them know all that symbolism. Then in the bathroom, it's all the consideration is undone. It's because the bathroom too is like, you know, a lot of men generally, we spend a lot of time in there. Like sure. I, I I go, like, I told you before I came in this podcast, right. I went in the bathroom, just sit on the toilet. But were you getting pee on? Yeah, no, but I'm saying like, this is, I, I think also an American thing. Because mm. if you go, like I think of like, I had an issue and this is disgusting. Maybe it's TMI, but we're on the subject There's of toilets. There's nothing gro that will gross me out. I go take shits, and like I think I sit in an angle where the shit lands not in the hole. Oh, that's so interesting. It goes backwards. So sometimes I paint the back. Sure. I'm trying to picture the angle because I got a, not a colonoscopy, mm. colonic. colonic. I got a colonic. Colonic. And they have you afterward. It was really, it was really lovely, honestly. It was lovely, except when the woman was doing it and she's in your, in my butt. Right. She was asking me about comedy and then called, left a message on my machine saying she wanted to come to a show. Good for her. I'm never going to one of those again. How satisfying is it to see... It's so satisfying. The tube of oh, the shit poop come out. It's come so out of satisfying. But afterwards, they say, okay, to get everything out, they have you sit, and then you do certain angles to get the poop out. So this you, is, is that what you're doing? This is like the squatty potty. Is like the potty. promise of the squatty potty yeah. is like, hey, you are not doing it right. right. Like in cave times, people would squat. This is to replicate. So you're leaning forward a little bit? I guess I'm sitting in a way where it's just going backwards, and sometimes I'm hitting the edge of the bowl sure. and the lip of the seat. I hit the lip of the seat too. Yeah. And then sometimes I get up and I go, how did I do that? Right. How did I do that? And do you wipe it up afterwards? Yeah, I would do that, yeah. But you have a brush next to the bowl. I take a piece of toilet paper, sometimes I'll spit in it and I'll wipe I, it. Well, that's like yeah. a move I would do. But in Europe, all, every toilet in Europe has a brush next to the bowl. Love it. That's which nice. I love. When I was there and I was touring, I was like, this is what I needed because sure. it was a reminder. Hey, right, <laughs> clean this shit up. Even in the airport, there was a, a brush next to the ball, and I was appreciative <laughs> as someone sure. who, you know, does a, does a paint job at the corner of the bucket. You go, let me not be embarrassed because now we get put in this situation in America where it's like roll up a big ball. Right. So you can, you know, put your hand right. in the bowl and, you know, wash oh, it. That is time. Then you got to do it. You're trying to time it so this water's not coming down on you. You get it. I get it. So it's a whole thing. I think this is like an American male issue because it's like we're just like in and out. There's no tools to like fix this. Right. You know, it's not, and she's saying it about pee, but like pee too. Like I come in there, I, I see pee on the seat, I wipe it off. I don't think of like who could do this to me. That's the perspective is different too. Like he's not thinking of this as a 
personal thing. He's just like, I'm here to pee. I fuck up. I'm, I'm peeing is not. Uh, it's to be done. You know? I wonder if it's the type of thing where it's like now that someone has said it's a problem, if it being a pro- like I, this is I had this ex of mine that used to always hit me up to get deals in hotels. Mm-hmm. Didn't bother me. I was proud that I used the same thing that I could always get these good deals on hotels. And I had girlfriends over the years saying that really bothers me that you're always talking to this ex. I said she travels right. a lot and getting hotel deals. They go tell her to leave you alone. She's like right. too, it's too much. But it didn't bother me, so I was defensive about it. And then my girlfriend. Now it's like, okay, well, the amount that it bothers me that I'm just asking you to care about. I said, I hear you. And then I stopped. So do you think that could be applied to this where it's like, it's like, she's saying it bothers. I guess she's not yes. even saying it bothers her that much though. It's just like, she wants to know why. So I guess the why is it, it's a flip of the penis. Right. It's not the, I mean, listen, you're just running in to get it done. Right. And, and you know, also again, the seat doesn't have to come up because we're not worried about falling in because right. we, we love, you know, we, we stand when we pee. So there's not this like rushing. <laughs> That's not why women sit when they pee. <laughs> They're worried about falling in a mat or is it? I don't know. Is well, the, it to prevent the, us from falling in? The seat? Yeah. That's what I thought. I don't think so. I think it's just to make it more comfortable as we sit. I don't think we're like, we're like at risk of like getting sucked in. I would have fall. I've fallen in. <laughs> It happens, I you guess. You run in to go to the bathroom and then like those seats up and you fall in? Never done it. Oh, I've had that happen, but I've never been like, how could someone do this? Put right. the seat down. Like, again, it's not as personal. Like, I, I I think this is like, she's thinking of this as like, aren't you embarrassed to for me to see such a thing? And right. it's like, he's not. Let me ask you this. Would you do it at your house, like your mom's house? I mean, I the only reason I wipe it up is because I know that someone will get mad at me. Mm. Again, just like your girlfriend said, if, if it, you know it bothers me, do something about it. Right. That's I, the part anytime, to get through. Right. I, anytime I've wiped the seat to make sure it's done, it's not from me. Okay, now we're going to do another segment mm. called Ask Jared Anything. So now it's time to ask Jared anything. This is the part of the show where we try to get inside the male mind with specific questions tailored for our guest, Jared Free. Jared. Okay. Are you ready for me to ask Jared anything? Anything you'd like. Okay, so Jared covers this in his um, stand-up special as well. What's something that will immediately turn you off if a woman does it on a date or if you see it on a dating profile? For example, I have a friend that says he will immediately dismiss someone if they mention their cat in a pre-date conversation. I guess on a date, I'll do a dating profile because that's like the best way to go. If they're just not fun, if Mm. they're just serious. And this is something women get really annoyed with like, oh, what do you mean? A lot of guys say this. It's, and, it's so hard to be. Fu- I was so bad at a dating profile, though. It can be so hard to be fun on the dating profile. Well, but I, I, you I'm know not what's that not old. fun when you're mm-hmm. like when you speak in you terms and when you go, you need to be this, you need oh, to be yeah. that, and <clears throat> I'm looking for a man who's a gentleman and all the and it's like be when when someone's vulnerable and says something about themselves, that's always a turn on. You know, totally. Yeah. If someone is putting out right away what they don't want in the profile, you're like, tell me a little bit about you. Oh, I actually did that. I said what I don't want. I said, this is all. I said, no man ones, period. (laughs) Didn't get one match. (laughs) Right. It's just negative. It's negative. Yeah. Just like, I I don't know. I I think to me, it's you're outsourcing the vulnerability. Keep it positive and personal and personal. How often do you wash your sheets and how many pillows are on your bed right now? I'm going to guess Jared's got a good amount of pillows and a regular washing situation. Uh, you're right about one of those. <laughs> you got a bunch of pillows? Six pillows. Nice. Six pillows. Nice. Big pillow guy. Nice. Washing. 
if I'm being kind to myself every three weeks. So I would be the same way. Yeah. I and thank God I'm like so grateful for you that and I say this like sincerely that you don't get your, get a period because thank goodness I, it's been a real problem in my life. Right. It's disgusting. Um, it's a it's just this it's disgusting and not getting a period is not disgusting. But I me with the sheets it's just a whole it's a whole no, thing. It, it, yeah, I, listen, I've been with women and then they're on their period and you go, I and it, it's a bring it to the wash, but then it sometimes the it doesn't come out. And also my thing is I still wouldn't wash the sheets. So, oh, no. No. So that's like I'm amping it up a level where there's just the bed is not a good place right. to be. You just have to tell people I, these are tie-dye sheets. Right. That's, the <laughs> second I would, I mean, I would always, if someone would come over, I would, of course, change the situation. Right. But, okay, so every three weeks, all right? Yeah. If your mom calls on the phone when you're having quality time with a significant other, how do you respond? I have my phone on Do Not Disturb probably 95% of the time. So... It wouldn't be even addressed. How do you think your relationship with your mom has like affected your like relationship with women in your life? Oh, completely. Same. You know, it's like this like, you know, I enjoy my mom's company. You have to like, I think with moms, especially if you're close with your mom, you have to hope someone else realizes that like, this is who they are. I enjoy who they are, but I also step away from it and don't take anything too personally. Yes. I think that's the big thing with like, bringing, you know, moms and sons, especially, I think, too, like, moms are really protective and close to the sons. It's almost this weird relationship of, like, you're the version of their dad that they, like, you know, that they dated, mm-hmm. you know, from the from way back when. So there's, like, a little bit of, um, like, I see it with my brother sometimes because he's getting he's getting married. And you see the, like, my mom will do and say things, and it will be taken as, Oh, she must mean 17 other things. And you go, no, it's just a mom doing what moms do. You know, like this, you know, like there was a thing with like the rehearsal dinner. And my mom was like, what if we just like did it at a rib joint? Hell yeah. And it, right. And it, but they were like, we've already planned. Right, like it's right, already right, like done. Right, like, right. What do you mean? Like right. we've already like. We put a lot of thought and time into So then it's like, is she, is she trying to undercut the. Right. Ride? It becomes. Sure. It becomes does your mom not like it? Yeah, does she not like what we've done? Does sure. she it becomes like 17 other things and I'm like, nah, she's legit just being like, what if we did like just saying these things? She likes have to ribs. just Right. Right. You just have to be like, no. I've had people ask say that I put my mom in a pedestal a lot mm. before and I would get really defensive and I would be like, it's well, it's my mom, or I'd say, I went to this restaurant with my mom. And then now I wanted to take you to it. But since I've been in therapy, I I do feel I'm like looking at my mom a little bit. I think I've used humor to cope with my mom a lot, mm-hmm. but I still love her. And it's my little mom. Right. And it's also, you know, she's a you just You just want you just want whoever you're dating to understand. Yes. That. Just understand. Not, like, understand that, like, you know, I'm not just going to go. There's a code to the garage of my mom. Oh, my God, yes. You know, and yes. you want someone to go, well, just open the garage. And you go, no, you got to do the code. You got to do can't the just code. Go, you can't just break into the garage the way you think you should be able to. Whether my code is right or wrong, you have to understand this code exists. The code exists. It's about, and every mom's got their own code. It's about, for my mom, it would be. You know, being polite, asking her questions, but not too many questions, not right. getting so many different things. Right. And and that's the thing that gets hard with significant others is you go, you want the like, I guess, I don't know, that would be how I would operate where I see you tell me, well, here's how 
my parent and I operate. And you go, okay, I'll stand by the operating procedures, understanding that families are like taking different colors, silly putty and mashing them together. Mm -hmm. And then my dad always used to say this and I, it sounds really bad, but he's like, the family's always going to be okay. It's the people that come in and tell you how hard you're getting fucked by the family that ruins the family. Right. And I was like, it's a good point because you go, I am okay with the way this silly putty is intertwined. Yeah, you coming in and pointing out it's toxic. Right, you're right. Sure. <laughs> but yeah. I, I don't, this is the way it's been working. Right. I don't need you to tell me I'm getting fucked. We're aware. Look at how they treat you. Oh. Yeah, I know. That's why I go in through the side door and use the code. You know? I feel like telling someone your the code to your parents, that would be, I've never told, sometimes I'll give my people a heads up. I'll say, just mm. don't get offended by my mom. She's not, she's not sweet. Right. But she is sweet, but don't be. So sometimes I'll give that code. But other than that, I just wait and see how it goes because mm -hmm. to me then that's a huge telltale sign right you huge. know again tread carefully tread carefully i i don't yeah this idea of like coming in and be like well i'm gonna be me and they can deal with me Ooh. it's like i would that's just not how i, I would operate that. i i envy some of those i can't even imagine people but i can't imagine it yeah. i cannot imagine and I, for me with someone's parents i wouldn't i mean no way hypothetical would you be offended if you found out that your partner's number one celebrity crush is someone who looks absolutely nothing like you? And do you think a woman would be offended if yours looked nothing like her? I wouldn't be offended, but I'd be like, I don't know what. What are we doing? Here? What are we doing? Yeah. How much do you sweat me? Mm. You know, like I more and more I've been trying to date women who look like my for you page. Oh, <laughs> nice. Know, like, Good for I, you. I, because I want to like I, I because I this is where I like my. Gets my engine started, yes. so to speak. So, like, I, you know, I have to, like, admit to that. Absolutely. And I think sometimes you go, well, we, we get along personally. And you, get, and you go, well, are you drooling? Right. I don't know. I wouldn't be offended. I'd just be like, I don't think this person, like, I can't believe that this person, I think this person's convinced themselves that I'm the right match for them, but they're not all in. Yeah, you want it to be a total asset, but. Although I say all that, and then my girlfriend's celebrity crush is Seth Rogen. Really? And we got Seth Rogen and I have very little in common no, physically. No, uh, literally different parts of the spectrum, yeah. So she likes like funny, so that to me, but funny. it didn't make me insecure when she said that. It made me go, oh. Is she, and she's your type. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, she is, yes. Yeah. But, yeah. She looks like you're for, for you, Paige. Yes. Yeah. So but I, I didn't, I wasn't offended when she said it, but I think that's because she makes me feel so secure in, you know, our relationship. Mm. Now it's time for our guests to help a listener get some closure with a segment we're calling Apology Surrogate. We can't get the man who wronged you to say sorry, but we can get a man to say sorry if he wants. Hi, Emma and man, I'd like to get an apology from the man who was seated next to me on a recent red eye flight from New York to London. I had the window and he had the aisle. Not only did this man immediately spread his legs out in either direction, clearly encroaching into my personal space, but he also fell asleep within the first hour and stayed that way with his head constantly leaning onto my shoulder, no matter, no matter how many times I shook it off. At one point, I needed to use the restroom and tried to quietly wake him up without disturbing the other sleeping passengers, but he would not stir, so I had to climb over him. When I got back from the restroom, he was leaning so far over into my seat, I genuinely had a panic attack about getting back in, and I finally just had to wake him up. 
He seemed extremely annoyed to be woken up and he didn't even stand up to let me by. He just turned his legs to the side so I had to climb back over him. I didn't get any sleep that entire flight and felt so uncomfortable from beginning to end. I wish he had just apologized for constantly invading my space. Sincerely jet lagged. I'm sorry. He was in the wrong. I can apologize for him. Let me, a few different things. I'll speak for, as, as him. Mm. Hey, I'm really sorry. I acted the way I did when it came to getting out of the row. I should have stood up. I had just woken up. I was in a mood as most people are when they wake up and I just should have stood up to let you out of the the row. That is not appropriate. Nobody should have to do the jungle gym to get out of the row. As for me falling asleep and falling onto you, I'm sorry for that. That happens. I fell asleep. I fell onto you. I'm sure you can understand that you have no control over how you sleep as well. As for the spreading of the legs, I will say this. Mm. I know... This is not something you can understand, but the way legs on men are set is to take account for balls. Mm, it's squishing the balls. The squishing of the balls. I always wonder about that. Plane. I always yeah. wonder about that. But can't you just go like, whoo-hoo, like do a little boop-boop and you, then get them like aired out? I don't you know. You can fluff them out, but as far as like how I'm crossing my legs right now, right. a wider angle. I'm not doing all the way sure. down, you know, like... But this angle would be appropriate. He's probably like, but I guess he had... Some weird, he had a situation. Well, I'm just saying this is how they're set. Right. It's not a personal thing. And I apologize. Right. I should move my legs together more. I apologize for me not thinking. But this is not me hoping to uphold the patriarchy. <laughs> this isn't my statement to let you know I'm a man. I got these big old balls. And you better deal with them, little lady. That's not the way I was thinking. I'm sorry for not adjusting myself to be more appropriate in the same way. I'm sorry I didn't get out of the seat to let you out. As you understand, on a plane, we are our worst selves, and I was my worst self that day. Thank you, Jerry. Right. Great apology. Thank you. Phenomenal. I, I think I covered Incredible. all the angles. Incredible. Because he's it's a list of wrong. Like, I, you know, mm. I, I think, again, like. It was inflamed. Yeah. Because if he had said, because I'll do, I'll say, hey, I'm so sorry, I'm probably going to nod on you. Don't, don't be shy. Wait, jostle me. Wake me up. Whatever. Right. Covered. Yeah, not waking up to, he just didn't wake up. Didn't I mean, this up. guy's obviously a deep sleeper. That was a beautiful apology. Thank right. you so much, Jared. Now, if you have a man who has wronged you in your life and you want an apology, we can't necessarily get an apology from him, but we can get an apology from a man. I don't know if it's going to be as eloquent as that, but we will get you an apology. <laughs> we'll get you an apology right in. AMA at Betches.com and we will have an apology served up for you. Get some closure on that situation. Love it. Okay, now we've got a part of the show called Emma's Dilemmas. You've helped us answer questions from other people about yourself. Now, I've got a dilemma I would love any feedback on. This is my dilemma. My dirty talk with my girlfriend is not lining up. So we've been in a mm. relationship for about two and a half years now and something in the past I'd say it's been like the past eight or nine months. I don't, I'm not doing the calling her a whore dirty talk. It's mm. all transitioned into, I love you, my queen, my baby. I know that sounds like such an eye roll, but what's been no, happening? In the, in the throes of it. This in the is throes what you're doing. of it. Yeah. But it used to be, I used to do that, but like mix it up more. 
So just because I know people are always like wondering, like, how do people uh, have sex? This will be the situation is usually I'm on top of her. I'm wearing mm. like a strap on or something. So we're having sex. And then so she's in my ear. I'm in her ear. And she'll usually be saying something like, I'm a whore, use me, I'm a whole, whatever. Mm. And then I'm going, my baby, my love, like you're an angel, my queen. And our dirty talk is just a fucking disaster. You're in two different planets. We're in two different planets. So my dilemma is, I, but I do not feel it within my heart then now. To, and I have no problem with degrading, but... It's just not there right now. So I don't know if I need to be like switching it up and going, you're a whore, you're a whore. But it just wouldn't you. I feel like when you're going to be like, you fucking like come slut, you got to have some sense of meaning into it. But to right. me, I'm like, this is my. And she said, you she's like, well, we have a problem because now you have the Madonna whore complex. What's that? It's like I, I didn't pay attention after she explained <laughs> it. But it was it was it's like when you put so please correct. It's like. You put the person on a pedestal so they're like, you don't look at them as like a sexual object. And mm, then I think pure. She, too pure. So she goes, you gotta, you have to still look at me as like, you know, like a whore also. Mm. And I'm like, but you're my baby, my baby, my love. And she's like, no, 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 no. You need to look because she's like, that's what happens. And then she like jumped to, she's like, and that's why some people are like, oh, I won't do this with my wife. I'd have to like hire someone for it or whatever. She, Interesting. You know, and I was like, I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, but this is my like sweet, this is my baby. And I also even, you know, it's like I won't do butt stuff to her anymore because about a year and a half ago, I was going too hard and I gave her a hemorrhoid. Mm. And I knew when I did it that I had been going too hard and then she had hemorrhoids. Like, and I feel so bad about it. And I won't now I won't do anything again. And doing that butt stuff, I used to be like, that was the thing that I felt like set me apart as like a lover. Like I was very oriented around that. But now I won't even do it. because I'm heavy. But, but very butt heavy. But I now, no, 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 no. I won't, I don't want to do anything that is uncomfortable or hurtful. And so probably what's happened is I'm getting boring, but I just don't know how to snap out of that. Like I'm not, I feel no, like. What, it, I, I got an idea. Please. I think more questions than statements. Okay. <laughs> so why don't you. I threw a lot at you. Well, no, 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 I'm saying, no, no, no. That You're, was a lot of info. There was a lot yeah. of info, a lot of important info. Right. But it sounds like you guys are just both just saying things at each other. Yes, that's true. You know, if you're saying if you're saying my baby, my baby, and she's saying I'm a whore, I'm a whore, why not like ask in the throes of it, you ask questions. What are you thinking right now? Mm. Where do you uh, where you know where's your mind right now? Like, and then you can get an idea of kind of to go where. Now you can go where she's going. Right, and I could like repeat it if she was like I'm a whore, and then I could say I could say you're a whore. Well, you could say you're a whore. Or you could say, "What makes you a whore?" Ooh, yeah, I love what, that. What, what, what do you, what, what, what do you want me to do to you? What I do love you, that. What right? makes you a whore? What makes you a whore? What do you want me to do to you? What, what do you? Uh, kind of keep have you them been, going a little right? bit. Right. Yeah. I, I think like get them in a position of leading you where they want to go, and then maybe that will get you in a position to like hear what's like what's behind the horish. Well, because we'll, one thing. thing we'll do a lot is we'll talk out scenarios, which is it's it is kind of funny because we always talk out like gangbang wife sharing mm. scenarios. But then in real life, if we're walking down this like, oh, my God, you got to take all these like dicks, like whatever, mm -hmm. all day long. We do that. But then if we're walking down the street, she's like, oh, one time I went on a date over there. I'll be like, oh, you went on a date with someone else. Like it's completely <laughs> conflicting it's information. Different. But that's like, in the bedroom, out of the bedroom, you know, like right. you're in the thing. I, that's why I think questions might help. Yeah, I should ask. I, maybe I used to do that. But now it's like. I've just like built her up where I'm like, it's, she's an angel. Right. I, 
I guess like what do you what are you thinking I'm doing to you? What do you mm. what are you what are you thirsting for? Oh my god! And you know what? I also I just thought of this when you said that. What do you think I'm doing to you? Now I'll ask, and I know she doesn't like to. I go, are you okay? Do your hip like if her legs have been spread for a little bit? I go, are you okay? Like, do you feel okay? Are your hips hurting? And she's like, mm. I'm okay. Am I not letting you know I'm okay? Like, what? right? Oh, asking if they're okay. Isn't I used to really, not do that. Yeah, that's it, it's almost too caring. It's almost yeah, like it's like no, going, I need you to, to be in a position of power. She's right, looking for you to be in power. I used to do it, but now I'm literally always, I don't know. And it's like, you know, now she's, she's got sciatica now. So I think about, I go, is this hurting your hip? And I ask this all the time and she's like, stop. You have gotten old. This is crazy. I know. Well, I think it's like one of those, like you're, you have to remember, I, I think the, based on the dynamic you've just explained. Yeah. And listen, what do I know? I'm not, I'm no like, you know, sex therapist, but I'm saying it seems as though you are, she wants you to be the boss. Yes. And she wants to be the employee of this Absolutely. sexual relationship. Maybe you have a meeting where the boss says, what can we do here? <laughs> you know, like think of it that way, where the boss comes in. And, track. Right, well, right. you know when the boss comes in and goes, this is the meeting where you right. tell us where we've gone wrong. Yes. So now you're still the boss, but you kind of get their feedback True. on like, here's how I see things going. And now you can kind of riff off of that and yes and that conversation. Take that information, present it back to them in an authoritative way, which right. I've never had a problem with before ever. My authoritativeness has disintegrated in mm. my caring about sciatica and my sweet angel and I've turned into a fucking... And well, at this Mess. point, you I think you have the trust built that, like, it, they're going to tell you when they're hurt. Oh, that's what she said. Right. Why would they keep that from you? I don't know. She goes, what, I'll tell you if my hips hurt. And I right. go, but do they hurt? And she goes, ugh. Right. No, no, no. You you don't care about her hips. Okay. I think you have to stop caring. About, I, I, I can't tell you how to feel, though. That's the problem. Right. I Listen, if you're at the hospital, you're at the hospital. Like, you're right. You're right. That's and honestly, right. The, you know what? You know what? With all her again, ask, I guess. asking her questions, she did it to herself. Now it's not you doing it to her, <laughs> right? It's like, oh, oh, I see you putting my leg above my my head. Right. Well, you shouldn't have told me to do that. Right. Right. Look, look what you've done. Look what you did. Look you what whore. you did. You fucking <laughs> whore. There we go. Now we're back to horror ground. Right. Okay, here's our closing game with Jared Freed. If you haven't already, please check out Jared's special, 37 and Single. It's on Netflix right now. It's so funny. Thank you. Give it a watch. A thumbs up. Can we still do thumbs up on Netflix? Yeah, thumbs up for the go. love of God. Come on. Thumbs up. We already covered a why do men question. So now we're going to play a little game where we cover the rest of the big questions. Who, what, where, when, and how. Okay. Are you ready? There's lots of lots of consent. being. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Who do you look up to? Ooh, I guess there's like cheesy answers, you know, like a lot of my, you know, my parents, my brother, mm. all those things. Uh, I look up to people that are like seem to have an organized take on life. I love that. You know, like I feel like I'm always just like throwing shit at the wall. And there's certain people yeah. in my life where I go, they're like, I got my family. I can go out. I can do my job. And it's all kind of a healthy mix and I'm looking to be more of a healthy mix. So whatever someone's has it together in that way, I'm always a, has that changed as you've gotten older? Cause yeah. I relate to that now, but mine used to be like, I want this thing. I want that thing. But now I'm like, I want to have the option for as much serenity as possible. Right. I want to be able to live my life, you know, with success while also doing the life shit. 
Right. You know? Balance. I, I, the balance, yeah. Balance. How do you, yeah, Balanced balance. individuals are people I look up to. Same. I really am like, I'm just so curious. Yeah, that's a good word, balance. What do you want a woman to say in bed? Ooh, I want a woman to come to bed with a plan. Mm. Like, you know, like so many times the guys are put in a position of like, take me on this sexual journey. And it's a little bit in the way you're t talking about sure. right now. Like your girlfriend is looking to be taken on a sexual journey. I'm sure you would enjoy a night to be, you know, a passenger on the bus. I'll I, tell you I, this. I would love to. I, I kind of like the switching back and forth nature of that. And I wish women did that more. I'll tell you, she's I, she's very, very good at do at creating the scenarios and talking mm. and all that. And I used to be um, great at that, but then mm. it's just been um, over the years I've gotten not. But so coming in with, because I feel like it's like the more someone knows their body too, then that gives you the more room to work with also. Right. And Parameters. Go, okay. Uh, oh, now I know what you exactly like. Right. And now I can like take those notes. I think like sometimes it becomes a guessing game. I noticed in the like the kink community, which I'm not like when I, but I've heard people talk about kink community where it's like, okay, there's the one that's like, okay, so what are you into? They'll be like, I want to be tied up, this, that, mm. that, and then someone says, boom, 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 all that they're into. I'd love it if we could have that format for like everybody too. Right. Like it's I, just like very out there. But the, I I downloaded that one field, yes, or whatever it's called, and just to like look and see what it was. Totally. There's so much out there in front of everything. You know, like that whole world of right. like, I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. You know, they're so in front of it that like, some of it's okay. I, I, I uh, there's a it's mystery. It's all sexual though, right? It's all sexual. Then you like, do we even like to to talk about? Right. I, I. But that's the hardest part about that app. I think is like, everyone's like, I want these like very specific right. things, and it has to be with someone I like. And it's like, well, it's a chicken or egg thing, right? <laughs> Do you want to like me or do you want to have right. sex with me? Where do you want to be taken for your birthday or a special occasion? Uh, Japanese steakhouse where they cook in front of you. Yum, yum. Oh, yeah. you like that? Oh, that's my favorite type of place. Benihana. You don't yeah. feel pressure to be like, you like doing the, ooh, wow, look at that. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love everything about it. I, I love that with steak, but when someone brings over and makes guacamole in front of me, I feel like the timing is weird. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. This is a different, I, I love, you know, the, the cooktop Japanese experience. Everything it's about fun. it. Everything, the drinks, the food, uh, the camaraderie of the table, getting to know these weirdos that sit with you. Totally. Everything about it. When do men or when do you feel insecure? Every day. I think more than people would assume. And I think it's the, just because we act very bullish doesn't mean there's no insecurity behind that. Here's my last Ask Jared Anything question. How do you feel about getting older and do men in general feel anxiety about aging that they share with each other? I think the, the not as much sharing because we don't share much. Mm. I think the the thing that I've <laughs> shared with, with, with men is this idea that we're not, I think the one anxiety that I hear a lot from a lot of guys mm. and something I feel is like, we're not built on potential anymore. This is what you are. And that's like a lot to do with like, why don't men settle down? If you think about it, like first date, there's potential here. This is the guy. He's going to be great. He's, you know, taking me on dates. The minute you're in a relationship, it's like, this is someone gets to go, oh, so this is who you are. This is what you do. Some people are comfortable in that. Some people are like not ready for 
their potential to be done. And in a relationship, again, you well, why does potential end in a relationship? I, I'm just saying, like, you get put in a position of, like, fuddy-duddy dad in the background and everyone else has potential. I'm, I'm my example of it with the dirty talk thing. I went from my potential as a total like dirty talking spew machine right. to um, uh, your hips, your hips, your hips. <laughs> right. You're want, sitting in reality. Time. Right. But it, it also, too, is potential. That is it's such a high. That's such a drug like effect because you get to see how you want to be your ideal self through the eyes of someone else. And then I know there's usually that there's that moment where they see they go, you aren't. This isn't how you, I, you're a mess. Right. You pee on the seat. You don't give a fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Right. My bad. I didn't bring it up on a first date, but potential is. Right. Yeah. Potential is like, uh, is an invigorating thing for, I think, a a male ego. Mm. I'm gonna be this. I'm gonna be that. I don't know. I, it's, this is off the top of my head, but this is something that's, I've thought about. Cause at 38, I'm like, you know, there's a lot of moments where I'm like, this is what you do, Jared. You know, like it's a, oh, I'll get better on Monday and I'll start doing it differently on Monday. You know, no. What is it? I always stick to the Monday too, even though our schedule like doesn't even really orient around a Monday. But there's always been, the amount of times I said I'm going to start juicing Monday. I still haven't even gotten the juicer, but there's so many things. Meal prep is on Monday, the meal prep. Story of my life. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting here. It's Wednesday. I, I got back. I told you before we started. I got back late from a trip, you know, to Chicago. My flight got canceled. My now Your Wednesday is a Monday. The you know, am I gonna just make the rest of the week a wash? Or now I'm I'm looking at like Friday. I'm like, okay, well Friday I won't drink and Saturday I won't. And I'm like, how am I gonna do that? Day Friday, time. And Saturday, right? You know, like uh, and so. I always say, I, go, I gotta get my, I gotta get oriented. I gotta get a routine. I gotta get a routine. Right. I started seeing a therapist twice a week, and I've been kind. That just having one thing I do at that exact same time. Mm. You see therapists? No. Barbara has been amazing. Yeah. Yes. Okay, but Jared, where can people find you? Please at Jared Freed Instagram, JaredFreed.com. I got dates coming up and all that stuff. I'm all over the road: Seattle, Long Island. Uh, do yourself Charlotte. a favor. Go see Jared. Thank you. Jared do it for yourself. Have that be your self-care thing. It's so healthy to laugh and get outside of your head for like a feel-good experience, which the show is a full-on experience. You get to be around other people that also enjoy Jared and what a great group Thank of people you. to be around. Thank you. You're the best. Though. Appreciate you. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Ask Men Anything. Please DM me at Emma Wilman on Instagram or email your questions to AMA at Betches com for our next guest and if you have anything you'd like to say regarding this episode's answers please send them in and we'll read them on our next episode most likely i'll talk to you next week when we ask men anything ask men anything is produced by sean kilby and rebecca steinberg editing by jazz zapatos rebecca steinberg and shannon sasson guest booking by anna zagzag send your emails to ama at betches.com betches